0: Just a little note here at the top. Thank God for our engineers, because you know what? When you have a new studio and an artist who's actually in the building and not on the phone, you want to make sure you get it right. So this is Chris warming up for a second here and us waving goodbye to Engineer Garrett. I'm in the other room. God bless you. you- Thank Pro you level. so much. Chris from Stars Go Dim. Welcome to Spirit 105.3. Thank you. Wow.
1: In the brand new studio. <laughs> Isn't it gorgeous? It's great. Look it's amazing.
0: what. God did. Come on. My new question these days is when somebody comes to visit, I want to hear their Jesus story. Right off the bat, how did you meet my best friend? Because I know he's your best friend, too. We all have the same best friend. How did you get to know him?
1: A little more every day.
0: I love that. What does that look like for you?
1: It looks so different every day. The older I get, the more I learn how many things I don't know. My gosh. And the more faithful I think God becomes to me. And I think faith has been one of these things and where I used to think I had to defend it. Mm -hmm. And I held it really kind of close fists and tight close to me. And um, I felt like I knew a lot and I could go to bat for it and do all these things. And as I've gotten older, faith has become much more of an open handedness. And what I have found in that is when I can approach life and faith and my beliefs in Jesus that way, my life looks a lot more like Jesus. I'm a better husband and I'm a better father and I'm a better friend. I think the way of my life is so much more in tune with the way of Jesus. And so that's one of the things I'm learning about Jesus and learning about myself through that each day is waking up and saying, okay, God, where can I meet you today? What's going on? And uh, let's go.
0: I resonate with that deeply. And I think part of that is you write a lot about God's love. Yep. You're learning a lot about that. And I think the more we realize how deeply we're loved, because Mm -hmm. Paul says in Ephesians, we can't even imagine like the height, the depth and all of that. So how does knowing God loves you change your day?
1: Gosh, I think one of the things that surprised me, like when we released our song, You Are Loved, was how many people didn't have that. And it really changed my life, honestly, to be like, okay, I'm going to go. Wherever, whenever, and sing this song so people get this message. I think the older I get, the more I realize like all of these cliches in life that I think are really silly are true. (laughs) And when I think about God's love, I think about this concept of like when we're grateful, when we can wake up and say, God, I know you're here. Thank you for waking me up today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity. Like what that does for the rest of my day, it's almost impossible to not be joyful. It's almost impossible to like let the situations of life affect whether it's my mood or how I feel about who God is, honestly, when we get down to it. So I think what it's done is saying, no, God is constant. Yes. And I know that he's here and I know that he's with me and I know that he loves me. And all of this other stuff happens too. Yeah. So it's not that God is more present or less present at times, but it's like, no, God's with me either way. And so it lets me approach my days in mm. uh, a much more level-headed way way if that makes any sense
0: absolutely it's so good having you here in seattle i think washington is the most beautiful state oh my gosh yes tell me what you love about it
1: (laughs) everything i just came from phoenix it was 120 degrees sorry every time i walked outside it made me mad (laughs) It did. When I walk outside in Seattle, it's like joyfulness and happiness. It's, what is it, 70-something degrees? Yep. My wife and I took a trip here for our 10-year anniversary because we'd never hung out here before. And we stayed downtown, Mm -hmm. but I loved it because it was city, close to the water, and then in like 10, 15 minutes, we were in the mountains, waterfalls, like the most beautiful scenery you've ever seen. I know. I've been running a lot in the last year, and I want to come, there's like these marathons they do up here. I want to come do one of those. How i fun. literally text my wife said i think we need to move here because yeah. it's so nice
0: i think so too so you run marathons like you said that plural well like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> okay
1: i haven't ran a marathon yet but i run a bunch and okay. so they they do these kind of popular marathons here around seattle because the scenery is so well and they're all kind of downhill so they're easier Perfect. and so i'd I'd like to come do one of those at some point.
0: What makes you want to run a marathon? See, I'm a I walker. I walk every day. I can walk three, four miles every day. I love that. Running, I can't do it.
1: I have this weirdly addictive personality, yeah. and so that's the addiction that I think is is best for me. I hated running forever, and then all, I just started doing it, and it was an ego thing. I was like, can Ugh. I run a seven minute mile? Can I run a six minute mile? Can I beat my high school mile time? Yes. Can I run two miles? And then all of a sudden, I'm running six miles a day, and it's, it's gotten out of hand.
0: I think it's fantastic. Well, the other question I would have is, do you like coffee? Because this is like, you know, the coffee Um, capital.
1: sad to say that I just don't drink coffee. (gasps) Okay.
0: We can convert you.
1: Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My wife loves coffee though. So she'd be all in.
0: What's your drink that you turn to?
1: I do like caffeine. Mm -hmm. I drink diet Coke, which is weird to me because I thought as a kid, there was nothing more disgusting. Mm. Um, And then I make, I make these shakes. So on the road. Yeah. Like a protein shake, I put like emergency the vitamin C packet in there. And I do some sort of caffeine like in the morning, so that's kind of my version of coffee. But it's sweet. I like sweet things. I've got I have a big that. sweet tooth.
0: Me too. Okay, so I have to tell you, I do a little podcast. It's called The Bible for Busy People. And okay, this week I just felt like God kept putting on my heart the word wilderness.
1: All over right. and over. Uh-huh. And
0: I'm like, I always like, I'll Google, what does the Bible say about wilderness? And I found all these stories. And then I'm Googling you. And I see that you wrote a song called Grace in the Wilderness. And I'm the like... The whole record. It's the I title track. How, like he brings all of it together, Chris. Yes. So can we talk about wilderness? Can we talk about your song? Yeah. And what God does when we find ourselves in the wilderness?
1: Really cool thing about that song. I wrote it with a friend of mine, Ryan Ellis. Yes. Um, who's, I just, I love him so much. And his wife Cassie are like the sweetest people. We wrote that song right after they lost their son. And they were, were really walking through... To me, I can't imagine a more difficult season in life. And he called me over, we wrote that song, and I thought it was going to be for him. And I just, I loved it so much, I couldn't let it go. And after a little while, I called him and was like, hey, I think I want to sing this song. So he came over to the house and we finished it and kind of became the, the version that it is. So when I think about that song, I think about him and that journey and really that story that's his to tell. But I think we all have those moments where we feel... Like we're kind of in this wilderness, you know, the 40 years of roaming type of thing. I was just talking to someone this morning about this. And and I think sometimes our theology gets a little backwards where we think that God can be present or absent from us in a special way. So maybe we, we say these prayers like, God, be with me this morning. And maybe the better prayer to say is like, God, I know you're here, but how can I join you in that? Because when we say, God be with me, what we're teaching ourselves is is that God can be absent. And so when we walk through those wilderness seasons, I think a bad theology can say, God is not with me. I've done something wrong that has made him turn his back on me when the reality is that now God is with us and we're gonna walk through wilderness seasons. And I think that can Mm -hmm. change, just like waking up in the morning, knowing that God loves us, knowing that God is with us can change how we walk through those. I think it's a powerful thing and worth noting. I don't think God, can ever be distant from us in that way. So yeah, that's a little bit about that song. And then-
0: So good.
1: Just felt like the right thing to name the record.
0: Well, it's beautiful. I love the song too. I listened to it this morning. I'm like, I love this. But I have to tell you, not only is he with us in the wilderness and always, but he really shows up, Mm -hmm. right? So I was studying Moses in the Red Sea and I really feel like he showed me something yesterday. And I want to get your take on this. All right. Because I never saw it before. It talks about how just before dawn, God starts- To push the water back. Like the Egyptians are... Now he's going to deal with them. And as the sun rose, he closed the waters. And I'm like, he wanted his people to see see their deliverance. And I had never seen that before. But I felt like what he was impressing on my heart was, I'm going to show you, Erica, I'm going to show up in your wilderness in that season and that uh-huh. thing that you have been believing for for years. Oh wow! And I just, I wanted to get your take on that because it's just this brand new revelation and I can't keep it inside. I
1: think it's cool. <laughs> Maybe that's right. <laughs> I've never read that and caught that either. So I think that's kind of cool.
0: Exodus 14. Well, we'll maybe there's a today. song in it.
1: Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Sunrise
0: is coming. <laughs> I
1: think that is, a, I think that's cool. And I think that's like a hope for us to hold on to. Yeah. You know, I am so obsessed with like real life and how mm-hmm. God meets us in those yes. places. And I've been writing a bunch of songs about that. But I also wow. think that holding to a hope like that, where it's like, no, God is going to. He's going to show you the sunrise yes. uh, at the end of this. I think that's really important.
0: Um, Tell me about summer. We've been talking a lot about yeah. summer memories on the show. Mm. And it's brought back all these memories for me, like the underwater tea parties in the pool. You forget these things. <laughs> the banana slide, you know, at my Aunt Betty's house. Yep. So do you have a favorite summer memory growing up?
1: Oh, yeah. My family, we would go to the lake every year for a couple of weeks. And when I say family, like my whole extended family, there were like 38 cousins. So <gasps> yeah. Wow, you hit so the cousin jackpot. We were, we had travel trailers and we would go camp uh, at this wow. campsite on a lake in Arkansas. And it was the craziest, wildest, like most awesome time that we ever had, you know. So now my parents <laughs> live on a lake. And so this summer for the first time, they came and picked up our kids after school was out. And they went and stayed with my parents for like two weeks, which was incredible. Yes. My wife and I didn't know what to do with each other. <laughs> Uh, we're just like sitting there and it's like, actually, it's kind of sad and yeah, quiet so in our house quiet. right now. What's happening? Uh, but then we we just came back. We went for another couple of weeks. So my, my kids spent a month at grandma and grandpa's on the lake. And yes. so I'm like, oh, they're getting those, you know, memories and those yes. things that we had. So I was really excited to be able to pass them that down and see how that goes, too. How?
0: crazy is it that we keep these memories for all of our lives? Like things that I was doing as a seven-year-old. Oh, yeah. The handstand in the pool, like, Mom, you know, watch—
1: 'Cause it's the Isn't best. It? It's the best it's the best time of our lives. And I yeah, while we were out there, my grandparents passed away a couple of years ago and we've got a family farm which is like my second favorite place in the whole world, just being outdoors and we went and cleaned the house out. And it was it was one of those just tough things that we all do. Yeah. Um, but I fell asleep the night before. And all of these memories came back like that. And it was like I was there. And all the real insignificant, just like day in, day out stuff, all of these things I thought. And, and I just mm-hmm. sat there like kind of thanking God for reminding me of those moments because those those are the best times of our lives. And I think there's really something special. So to be able to do that, pass that along, I think is really special.
0: Oh, Chris from Stars Go Dim. Come back soon. Move here. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Come on. Y'all <laughs> give me a job. I'll just come kinda... up This I'll run the board. It'll be good. (laughs) I would love that. (laughs)